Grando Baking Company has been preparing delectable treats in Lufkin since 2010. We use only fresh, all-natural ingredients in everything we make. Our bakers and pastry artists share a passion for traditionally prepared foods with those of you who appreciate the fine baking. This commitment to quality is evident in every one of our delicious handmade creations, and our friendly down-to-earth service is the icing on the cake. Take time to visit us online at grando.net or call us at 936-632-1005. Grando Baking Company, proudly supporting your Hudson Hornets. Shelton's Place is the premier full-service wedding and event venue of East Texas. We have so much to offer within our climate-controlled 7,400 square feet facility, which rests in a beautiful country setting. You can step out of our rustic barn-style venue and walk out on the beautiful lawn down to the stunning picturesque pond. This is a wonderful atmosphere for an indoor or outdoor wedding, anniversary party, or corporate event. We can help you create a memorable event that you and your guests will comfortably enjoy. Start the booking process or schedule a visit by giving us a call at 936-366-2095 or going online to Shelton'sPlace.com. Bringing you every moment, this is Hudson Sports on the Nest. Live here tonight to Central Heights High School. Chris Simmons and Howard Zayer on the call with you this evening as our Hornets are getting ready to take on the Central Heights Blue Devils here live for the first road game of the season for our Hornets. Howard, uh, we opened up the season with a uh, unfortunate loss. Really didn't play our best basketball. What are you looking to see from our guys here tonight? Well, you want to start off and, you know, kind of cut down on some of those mistakes we made, those turnovers, those uh, sloppy play on offense, you know, kind of looking out of sync on, you know, and long stretches, you know, defensively and offensively, you want to try to put that more, put it back together, especially with this young team. You're going to want to bring those pieces together, you know, at a, at a better and quicker pace than we did it last month or last week. You're exactly right. We, we saw a lot of sloppy plays, a lot of uh, very quick, got ahead of ourselves type of play, and we're not yeah. used to seeing that from a Rob Peterson coach team. And so it's the beginning of the season. We start, said it early on, don't get your expectations too high, too high, too early. Yeah. Because, because it is a young team. We have a mix of three returners, uh, a lot of young, uh, young, fresh blood on the team. And so, listen, they're going to need a little while to get the, get their feet under them and really uh, get to, to the level that they're supposed to be yeah, playing. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a while to figure out what this team is exactly like what are their strong suits what are they good at doing you know and we saw some you know glimpses we saw that you know they're going to be athletic they're going to have they can they're going to have playmakers on the court so that's a beneficial but they have to kind of put it together for the whole four quarters we saw you know we see a couple minutes here and exactly. there but that's not that's not going to win you ball games you're exactly right well like we said this is hornet basketball on the nest presented by shelton's place and this is inside the nest the pregame show of your hudson hornets brought to you by none other than dr kyle mcmorris at the women's center of nacogdoches when we get back we will talk uh, a little bit more about this hudson central heights uh competition the, the partnership that we have between schools it's it's, uh, it's very unique we'll talk more about it. This is Hudson Hornet basketball here on the Nest. Hey guys, this is Chris, voice of the Hornets here on the Nest, and I want to take a second to tell you about Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. When Holly and I found out that we were expecting our first child over three years ago, we had no hesitation about who to turn to. All of our friends and family pointed us in the direction of Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center, and from the first visit on, Dr. McMorris made us feel comfortable and cared for, even during some unexpected complications. 
If you're in need of an OBGYN, be sure to visit Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Located beside the Medical Center on Stallings, visit them online at drmcmorris.com or give them a call at 936-560-2666. When the family's wanting pizza but the wallet says no. Simon says it's simple when you need a place to go. Simple Simon. The best pizza deal in town. Simple Simon. Pizza places all around. Simple Simon. The best pizza deal in town. Simple Simon. Pizza places all around. Every day, Real Graphics produces signs of all types, large and small, for our customers. We bring creative ideas and solutions to maximize your customer reach and exposure. So come in and let's get started. Bringing you every moment, this is Hudson Sports on the Nest. And welcome back. We're here live at Central Heights High School. Uh, Hornets getting ready to take on Central Heights Blue Devils. And like we said, this how uh, Coach Rob, Coach Heron of Central Heights, they've, they've gone against each other uh, every year since Rob has been the, the varsity head coach. It, it's a unique partnership. We played against them. And it's somebody that's uh, very similar to us in, in program style, uh, performance, uh, expectations, all those sorts of things. Yeah, they're both, you know, both coaches have been here and built the program up for you know, almost a decade now. So, uh, yeah, they, they have a familiarity with each other and each other's style of, uh, of coaching and, you know, a team's playing. So it's good to see, you know, especially early in the season for, for us to get this matchup. So it's kind of familiar, and, you know, we know what we kind of can figure out. It's kind of like a district game in that kind yeah. of sense is where you kind of know what, you know, the other team is going to do and what they're going to – so it's good for this young team to have kind of a warm-up to that. And we actually uh, talked pregame with both coaches. We had it uh, planned on uh, talking with uh, – planning the interview for Coach Heron here pregame. We're actually going to bump that to halftime and get to hear from him. Uh, it's not really time-sensitive, uh, so we can, we can have that interview at halftime. But earlier we did talk with uh, Coach Rob Peterson. Let's have here uh, – let's take a listen to what he had to say. And we're back here with Hornets coach Rob Peterson here on Inside the Nets, brought to you by Dr. Kyle McMorris at the Women's Center of Nacogdoches. Coach, you're coming off of a, uh, a first game. We, it, it was a home loss. We didn't play uh, extremely well. What are you looking to uh, – what, what differences are you going to see from the team now going from a, a home game, uh, high pressure, first game, a lot of intensity with a young team, now coming on the road, maybe a little bit more laid-back atmosphere for the team? Yeah, exactly like you said. Uh, we're kind of – each game we're going to go into, we're going to be just getting that experience because we, you know, basically return uh, three players. That it kind of gives a lot of playing time, um, and everyone's just new to the system. We're changing things up, so we're kind of looking right then this part of the year to we're, we know we're going to play a tough schedule to make improvements each game. Uh, we're hoping tonight we see more patience uh, as opposed to last game uh, within our offensive system, defensively, hopefully a little. Uh, a little tougher defense. Yeah. Now, don't, don't, nothing away from Huntsville at all because they're a very tough group and very physical, uh, which is good for us to kind of break us in and let us see what we have. So we're still trying to get our identity uh, offensively and defensively, so it's just a work in progress. And, and Coach, I was surprised, and as were you as we talked after the game last game, uh, we saw actually a really good performance from our, from our younger uh, younger members of the team. Uh, any certain rhyme or reason why maybe we saw them play pretty well? Uh, no, I mean, it's just uh, probably one of those things where they came out with a lot of drilling and had no uh, pressure on them and just, just played basketball, I guess. Um, but, you know, they're, they're, they were they did well. Uh, our upper, upperclassmen uh, chipped in and did some, uh, did some good things, too. So it was an all-around effort. Um, 
Uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but that's why, why we are what we're doing right now to, to get ready for uh, January and February. And Coach, we, we had Coach Heron on uh, Central Heights on just just earlier here in, in the broadcast. Uh, what's it like having a school like Central Heights, somebody that you can be uh, very competitive with, they, they iron sharpening iron kind of thing. Uh, describe the relationship with uh, with us, with Coach Heron and their schools and how the teams kind of work together a little bit uh, in offseason here. Yeah, it's kind of a unique situation. Uh, I, I feel like they're a lot like us. We're a little bit bigger as far as uh, classification goes. Uh, no football uh, kids will be well coached. Uh, we're going to see a lot of different sets, a lot of different defenses and mismatch stuff. Um, so it's a, a good opportunity for us to kind of test our mental toughness as well uh, in this situation. So one of these games we play every year, each, each other, and it's, it's a fun thing to do just because of we like to try to outthink the next guy just because he can spend so much time in his game that like we do without football being in the way. So, um, yeah, I think we probably own, own the uh, overall record on him. I think he remember what he wants twice. We've lost to him maybe in the uh, 13 years I've been here, but uh, we'll continue to hopefully uh, own him. Absolutely, Coach, and I'm hoping to see that as well. So, Coach, let's get on the uh, let's get that win a win column going tonight. I'm sure we will. Uh, so, good luck to you, Coach. Sounds good. Thank you. That was Hornets Coach Rob Peterson joining us here inside the nest. Don't go anywhere. We have starting lineups and tip-off coming your way in a moment. This is Inside the Nest presented by Dr. Kyle McMorris, and this is Hudson Hornet basketball here on the nest. Hornet fans, when you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran and Hudson alum, Pat Penn. Pat's a certified real estate broker with Gan Medford Real Estate. You've heard him all season long be the proud sponsor of every Hudson Hornet strikeout. We like to call him Pat Penn Punchouts. But for all of your real estate needs, be sure to contact our very own Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. Home building or home buying is a major step in life. At SY Homes, the builder's emphasis is on producing a home of lasting value that families will enjoy for generations to come. The company prides itself in having high standards in regards to energy efficiency, quality materials and workmanship, competitive and timely bids, and customer satisfaction. Owners Scott and Stephanie York, SY Homes is passionate about building houses that meet the homeowner's needs. They take pride in building a house that becomes a family's home. If you're interested, give them a call today at 936-875-3362 or visit them online at syhomesonline.com. From rustic to elegant, Shelton's Place offers a spacious environment that can serve as the perfect setting for any wedding, party, or special event. With our huge facility, you'll have more than enough room to accommodate all of your guests. We offer table and chair rentals, state-of-the-art sound systems, and DJ services to help accommodate and entertain your event attendees. We can also provide assistance with your event's planning, decorating, and catering. Start the booking process or schedule a visit by giving us a call at 936-366-2095 or going online to Shelton'sPlace.com. A healthy heart is key to a healthy life. And so when you experience heart trouble, you need the most advanced care. That's what you'll find here at CHI St. Luke's Health Memorial. With a team that's performed more cardiac procedures than any other in the region, plus the highest accredited chest pain center between Tyler and Houston, and our 106,000 square foot dedicated heart and stroke center, the first in the area. You'll find more experience, more expertise, and better outcomes at CHI St. Luke's Health Memorial. Hudson Sports and Chick-fil-A make a great combo. What could possibly be better than a fresh Chick-fil-A sandwich, hot and crispy waffle fries with a large sweet tea after a Hornet win? Only having your sandwich, fries, and drink ready for you the moment you walk in celebrating through our front door. 
skip the line with the new Chick-fil-A app, and you can place and pay for your order all from the palm of your hand. Think about it, the full delicious menu that you love available in one app. Download the Chick-fil-A app on your iPhone, Android, and Google devices today. Mobile ordering is for inside pickups only. I'm Dr. Graves with the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. As a working mom with four children, I understand how difficult it can be to find time to get your children to their appointments. That's why we offer the After Hours Clinic for your children's sick and well care. We are the only clinic in Lufkin with doctors specializing in children. We are the experts in pediatric care. Would you want any less for your children? You can schedule your appointment with Dr. Graves by calling the Children's Clinic of Lufkin at 936-634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Never miss a moment. Full archives of every game available on demand at HudsonRadio.com and on iTunes by searching The Nest Hudson. SY Home brings you tonight's starting lineups looking to build your family's dream home from Blue Pin to Reality's owner Sky and Stephanie York with SY Homes 1 to serve you. We have starting lineups for tonight's matchup between our Hudson Hornets and the home team, the Central Heights Blue Devils. First for the opposing Central Heights Blue Devils. At guard, junior number five, Jacobin Wallace. Junior guard, number 11, Michael Batters. Senior guard, number 15, Bubba Moore. Junior, 6'5", post, number 25, Andrew Chappelle. And last, junior power forward, number 35, Peyton Allen. Blue Devils are coached by Coach Kevin Heron. And let's hear now from the starters for your Hudson Hornets. Junior, number 13, Blaze Cathcart. Junior, number 11, Kay Johnson. Senior, number 22, Jacob Hostelick. Freshman, number 34, Tarayton Rhodes. Senior, number 20, Jacob Pierce. The Hornets are coached by Rob Peterson, assisted by Rhett Peterson and Justin Guerra. And just like that, we are ready for tip-off here tonight, live from Central Heights High School. Chris Simmons, how's there on the call? Stat man tonight, Mr. Brady Simmons himself. Happy to have him, the uh, the father of our normal stat guy. We'll yeah. see if, he, if you can uh, live up to the expectations. Carrying that, the that your, your son has, has a pretty high bar set. Tonight's tip-off is brought to you by Lufkin Coca-Cola Bottling Company. Hornets sports are better enjoy with an ice-cold Coca-Cola. Hornets win the tip, and right away we get the ball from Pierce over to Rhodes. First two points of the, of the game are now accounted for, and the Hornets jump off to a lead, something we didn't do last game. Yeah, it's good to see him get him going early. He struggled last game, supposed to get in foul trouble early. Yeah, when you get in the two fouls, first two minutes, that'll uh, that'll definitely uh, hurt you, get you out of your rhythm. Moore has it now, left side attack. Now I'll kick back out to the post at the right elbow. Back to Moore, three-pointer coming. Left wing gets up, bounces around but won't fall. Ball loose, offensive rebound for Jacobin Wallace. Yeah, uh, Hudson in a 1-3-1. We saw a lot of it last time. It's, it's hard to rebound out of that zone, though, especially with uh, Central Heights two bigs. It really is. Peyton Allen came on the offensive board for Central Heights up the court now to Rhodes. On the break, layup left side, too strong off the glass. It's missed. And Central Heights coming back on the uh, not too fast of a return at this point, but we knew you know, that talking with Coach Heron that they do want to run. Step back three in the corner for batters. Got it to go pretty. He's done that once or twice. He's seen his brothers do it as well. That, that's, that's the spot to beat it on the 1-3-1, one, one, and that's a good. That's usually where Central Heights hits it too is that corner three. Hornets come back in a hurry trying to beat the full court pressure from the Blue Devils. Uh, we find Cade Johnson left corner, goes up for the layup, missed it, but he was fouled, so he'll be going to the line for one free throw. The score 3-2. to two. We're just getting underway one minute into the game here at Central Heights High School. Happy to be with you here on a Monday night of Thanksgiving week, one of my favorite holidays. I'm not going to tell anybody why. 
It's, it's one of my favorite holidays because I get to go to Livewell Athletic Club even more. That's the sponsor of our first quarter, tennis courts, racquetball, basketball. First free throw missed by Johnson. Outdoor running track, heated pool, splash pad for the, for the kids, make it clear that there's no finer athletic facility in Lufkin. Live well, play hard, feel good. Second free throw is made by Johnson, so it splits it there at the line. Tied up at three. Yeah, Johnson needs to get going too. He, he struggled too last game. And those are two key starters that got two quick, you know, two couple points to start off the game. So now it's Wallace working in the left wing, pump fakes back to batters. Back to Wallace, now the reverse around to the other side. They'll take a couple dribbles, guarded by Pierce. Pierce will step up, force the pass over to Moore. Now in the corner, back to batters. Ball movement happening against his Hornet zone. Inside the paint, Peyton Allen taking a dribble, loses control of the ball. Jacob Pierce nearly drew the charge. Instead, ball just went out of bounds. Last touch by Allen. It'll be Hornet basketball working against full court pressure again. Yeah, we're seeing Central Heights kind of in a man press right now. But uh, Central Heights on offense being very patient, looking for the open opening and then 1-3-1. Hudson doing a good job of not you know, giving up too much. Cathcart's pass over to Pierce, nearly intercepted, but Pierce able to come up with it. Lost it up the court, nearly had an alley-oop in the back door, stolen though by Central Heights. It's Wallace coming up the court, finds batters, he's open left corner, pump fakes, now he'll attack, kicks it over on the baseline to Allen, one dribble as he was going, trying to gather himself, got uh, feet got shuffled up, turnover there for Central Heights. So we've seen three early turnovers for Central Heights. Uh, the Hornets going to benefit from that, but probably not the whole game. Yeah, Central Heights usually is a team that, you know, by the fourth quarter they've got everything you know, figured out. They're, that's usually how they play their season, too. Early in the season, they're usually, you know, a little, a little raw, but then by the time, you know, playoffs get around, they're, you know, winning district and competing. Hornets do a great job there, beating the press as Kate Johnson able to receive the pass after a uh, series of, of nice ball move from left side to right side, fo a football pass to Johnson, in and out dribble, got the layup to go off the glass. The Hornets lead five to three as we're two minutes into the game now. Out on the block, gets the post up, goes up for the shot, well too strong. Jacob Pierce comes down with the board and up the court to Cathcart. Cathcart working, spin move, baseline. That one's short, though. An offensive foul going to be called, let's see, against. Uh, I couldn't really see who he It's could. either going to be, I think it might be to Raven. Let's see if that was be his first. I thought I saw no, it. They, oh, they're going to say it was, a, it was a defensive foul. Okay. That made a little bit more sense yeah, there. I, thought, and, I thought I saw 25, and I was like, we don't have a 25. We don't have a 25, and Teraven went flying to the floor, and somehow they were going to call him for the foul, but uh, not the case there. Oh, nice job by the Hornets. Heads up play inside to Raven Rhodes. Goes up for the shot. Gets it to go, and one off the inbounds pass, and we just caught Central Heights sleeping there. Yeah, he's got a quick four points, and it's good to see him and uh, Kay Johnson both. I think he has three with all the Hornets points so far. Them two, it's good to get them going. And... Uh, Get them going this uh, early in the game. Hopefully, Teravian can stay out of foul trouble and you know and stay on the court. Stay on the court. Misses the free throw, so can't complete the, the three-point play. Hornets get back into that half-court one-three-one defense that we uh, that we're going to see quite a bit throughout the season. Blue Devils know just how to beat it. They work it to the corner. Batters misses the three that he made last time. Up the court now to Rhodes. Rhodes left side, up and under move. Tough layup. Got it to go off the glass with the right hand from the left side with his shoulders facing towards the crowd. Got it to go. And the Hornets now lead by six. Six points for Raven Rhodes on the evening. Yeah. Good. That was all defense leading to offense. and That's, that's what's been the... Uh, Hornets offense so far, basically this game. And you'll take it set up that way in any time. Batters there, pump fake the three that he made early in the game, attacked the baseline, drew contact, and the foul made the shot. Foul caught against foul caught against number 11, 11. Cade Johnson. It'll be his first, and 
Now it'll be Michael Batters going to the line for a chance to finish off the three-point play. And that won't bounce around the rim and won't fall. So free throw's not really going too well for either team here early on, as we saw last game. Uh, both teams pretty dreadful. Yeah, early in the season, you, you've worked on a lot of things, probably not many free throws. Rhodes, step back jumper, free throw line left. That one well short, though. Rebound for Moore. This will be a difficult struggle here for Rhodes or here early on, figuring out where do I where do I create my shot, where do I work it. That one a little bit too quick in the possession. But nonetheless, Central Heights comes back on the attack. Missed the first shot, but the second one will fall. Andrew Chappelle by the basket. Got us to go in the lead for the Hornets. Down to two, nine to seven your score. Four and a half minutes to go here in the first. Kay Johnson has it open, left corner three. That one's left a little bit short. Uh, that's not the kind of foul you want right there. And, Ray, and Rhodes called with the foul going for the offensive board. It's his first foul, but, you know, he's had a tendency to pick up a couple. Just the style of his play, you know, you don't want to get one of those 90-foot-from-the-basket fouls, <laughs> especially in the first quarter. It's never quite the uh, quite the, the goal. The to ideal. That way. Yeah. <laughs> so now working inside, it's Perkins in the left corner. Skip pass over to Batters now right in front of us here from the broadcast table. Deep three from Bubba Moore off the glass, and now Hornets will come back after the rebound from Cathcart to Rhodes, left wing, up top now to Jacob Pierce. Nobody guard him. He'll attack the paint, draws contact, shots up, bounces around the rim, got it to go. The whistle sounded like a whistle blew. They're going to say no, no whistle on it, but Jacob Pierce with the uh, making it rain a little bit with that high arcing floater by the basket. Yeah, that's what he does well, <coughs> getting to the basket, usually drawing a foul. Batters now catches it on the left corner once again. The pass from Wallace over to Batters in the corner, and the Hornets will have to get a hand up in that corner. Otherwise, Batters might kill us from there all night. Yeah, Kay Johnson's going to have to come out a little faster on that, and whoever's playing the wing is going to have to uh, – whoever's playing the wing is going to have to, you know, kind of deflect that ball, try to, you know, get it out of that corner. Cathcart went coast-to-coast coast going for the layup, didn't make it. Then in an effort to get his own rebound, the ball went out of bounds. So it'll be Central Heights basketballs. We have a series of substitutions. Caden McClellan, Chase Merrill, and Zay Shanker will check in for your Hornets. Out goes Huffstetler, Johnson. Hopefully to see a lot of rotation, see get a lot of these younger guys experience early in the season. Wallace now will take a three from the left wing air ball. Last touch out of bounds by Batters going for the rebound. So the Hornets will now have it still up by one. 319 to go here in the first. Chris Simmons, how it's here on the call. Hornet basketball on the nest. Presented by Shelton's Place. Happy to be with you here on a Tuesday evening. This is what we need to see from the Hornets. We need to see them score in the half court. They haven't been very successful all season in that. Correction, it is Monday night, not Tuesday night. We're used to it being <laughs> Tuesday night, but it's only Monday. Tomorrow is Tuesday, and we'll have a game for you then as well. Hornets taking on Tatum. That's exactly right. Statman coming in, uh, coming in strong there. Hornets missed the shot going uh, in the half-court offense, so Central Heights coming back on the attack. It's Batters working now into the corner. Over to Adams. Adams skip passing it back and forth. Great ball movement by the Blue Devils here early on. Number 25, Andrew Chappelle attacking. Did a nice move against Merrill. However, stepped on the baseline out of bounds. Turnover for Central Heights. Hey, Howard has a great Cent look. Central Heights is you know, working the ball, being very patient. From what, what you expect Central Heights a team to do. Uh, Hornets got to you know, do a little more in that 1-3-1. In that Maybe be a little more aggressive, try to tip some balls, maybe get some traps in the corners and stuff to try to throw Central, you know, Central Heights off. So Shangle has it. Now works in the left corner over to, to Raven Rhodes. Back up top to Merrills. The Hornets working a little inside-out offense. Now Jacob Pierce has it uncontested. Left corner three, bounces off the front of the rim. No good. Offensive board for Shankle. Goes up. He's blocked. Gets his own board again, though. Smallest man on the court able to come out with two offensive rebounds. Now he'll attack the basket. Going on the baseline. Got the shot to go. And one. Zay Shankle 
getting his first bucket of the night. And you love to see that small guy on the court yeah. not letting that be an excuse. Instead, just going at it even harder. Good move there by him, you know, not trying to just take it right back up. I mean, as a big man, that's what you would want to do. But him being the smallest guy on the court, taking it out, trying to set up the offense, but realizing he has a, they're not really playing him on the backside, getting the easy, uh, not the easy layup, but getting the end one layup. So you're scoring out 13 to 10. This first quarter brought to you by Livewell Athletic Club. Play hard, feel good, live well. Hornets up by three. 2.18 to go here on a Monday night, as we clarified earlier. Thanksgiving week 2016. Shankle makes the free throw to convert the three-point opportunity, and the Hornets' lead goes to four. Hudson in a little half-court zone press right now. Jumping into it after the, yeah, after the free throw. Chappelle working over to Batters down low. Batters can't make the shot, but he'll draw contact. Foul called against. Oh, uh, was against so foul caught against to Raven Rhodes once again. Two first quarter free uh, fouls, four Rhodes, and and last game we saw him in the first minute and a half. He got two, he had to come out. Uh, we'll see how Coach Rob plays it here. See, so he would take that foul. You know, that's you know kind of toss up, you know, foul from the ref and the player. But that that 90 foot foul from the basket really came back back to bite him. So Rhodes will check out with 2:09 to go here in the first. Kate Johnson going to check back in for him. Second free throw coming after missing the first. Second one on the way. That one's up and it's good. And I don't expect Batters to miss many free throws. He seems like the kind of fundamental player that uh, nice rhythm to his shot, going to knock it down 90% uh, of the time. Yeah. <coughs> I totally agree. So McClellan now inbound as a Shankle on the press break. Shankle draws the foul against number 15, Bubba Moore. That's a touchy foul. Uh, Hornets benefit from there. We'll take it. Yeah, I think Central Heights is just kind of see what we can do. You know, not really challenging our point guards, but I think they probably saw the Huntsville tape and saw that when they bring that double double team, you know, we've struck we struggled at it. This is somebody I love watching Zay Shankle. We're going to talk about him all year long. Uh, Shankle, what what he if you go for the steal on him, you're not going to get it. Uh, I mean, ten times out of you know ten times out of ten, you're not going to get that steal because Shankle he sees the court so well. His handles are, are so strong. Even for a freshman, he's he's very impressive in that manner. And then what he does, he's not selfish with it. He'll look and he'll make a great pass. Uh, after splitting the defense. The Hornets inbound on the baseline now. Shankle inbounds it to Merrill. Merrill pulls the right elbow jumper, no good. Rebound for Central Heights, Christian Adams. Adams works it over to his right to Wallace. Now in the left corner over to King. King guarded by Pierce, played high pressure. Getting close to a count, takes a dribble, picks it up, and now we'll kick it back out. Wallace skip pass to Adams. Left baseline, floater is up, off the front rim. Offensive board though for Central Heights. Referee going to call Kay Johnson with the foul. Not much contact there uh, for, for Johnson. Anyway, more contact with Merrill, more contact with Pierce. However, Johnson picks up his second. So two Hornets now uh, with two fouls in the first quarter. Yeah, both of them are basically, I think, our leading scorers so far in this game. So that kind of hurts offensively uh, where the Hornets have struggled so far lob, this game. Lob pass off the inbounds into Andrew Chappelle. He goes up. He misses the shot, but he's fouled. Shankle got called for the foul there, going for the block. It'll be his first, and so series of fouls. And, and as a player, you have to adjust at this point. You're seeing it's going to be called a little more touchy than what we've uh, seen in game number one. Uh, they're going to make it a little less physical, uh, or they're, they're going for a less physical game. So yeah. uh, now if, if we don't adjust, we're all going to be sitting on the bench pretty soon. Well, you, you see the, the thing right now, the Hornets are in a four-guard lineup, basically. And so a, a lot of this is, you know, a smaller defender on one of the, on one of the bigs, which is causing a mismatch problem because that – 
somebody's not blocking out. I don't, right. I don't know if it's the person guarding the big or who it is, but somebody's not blocking out, and that's leading to a foul. That's leading to just sloppy play on Ch defense. Chappelle missed the first, made the second, score 14-12 to 12 now, 120 to go here in the first quarter. Shankle has it right wing, crossover dribble works to Pierce. Now Pierce to his left to McClellan. Caden McClellan, the sophomore, had a nice game here to open up the season at home. McClellan now attacking, losing control of it, gathers it back, kicks it over to Johnson in the right corner, but they're going to say before McClellan made the pass, foot was on the baseline, just couldn't recover it quick enough, so a turnover for the Hornets. And, and we've seen this. This is what a familiar thing is when we get in that half-court offense, and that's for every team basically right now that's in basketball. The half-court offense is usually the last thing to come around. <laughs> so it, it's just something that we have to struggle with. Maybe we're playing kind of individually right. a lot of that time when we get in that half-court. Wallace has it now off the pass from batters, pulls the right wing three. That one's no good. Nice rebound, though, by Chase Merrill. Merrill outlet pass to Shankle, left wing, floater, 15-footer. Wow, what a shot from Zay Shankle floating. Steve Nash-like from about 15 feet out as a former Maverick. I'm sure Howie yeah. can appreciate it. The reference from Nash instead of a Harden this time to start. <laughs> Bounce pass inside from Batters to Chappelle, stolen by Jacob Pierce. Pierce fakes the pass right, goes up with a left hand, scoops around, but the ball won't fall. Shankle going for the rip. Him and Chappelle got it tied up. Possession arrow in favor of Central Heights. So, uh, once again, uh, Shankle getting there and just trying to, to cause some havoc and, and doing a pretty good job. Yeah, the smallest guy on the court basically against the tallest guy on the court. You'd like to see that from, you know, the Hornets. Chase. Chase we we got to do – we have to we have to execute better on that break. Chase Murrow, Caden McClellan going to check out. Aaron Mingner and Jacob Huffsettler going to check back in. As uh, Huffsettler's got to give us that size. I mean, he's got to play big tonight uh, with the size of Central Heights. Yes, he does. Wallace works to the left now over to Peyton out on the baseline. Back to Wallace. So we'll reverse it around one more time. Batter's open now after catching the pass. Knocks down his third three of the quarter. Somebody's got to get a hand up. Man, hand down, man down has been the theory so far for the Blue Devils and has worked. It's a one-point game as we go into the second quarter. Hornets leading by one. We'll be back in a moment. Hudson Hornet basketball here on the Nest. Livewell Athletic Club is Lufkin's finest athletic facility for you and your family. Whether it's our top-of-the-line workout equipment, dynamic specialized classes, or recreational sports activities, we promise to exceed your expectations. You and your family will have a blast playing together out on the splash pad or sliding down the water slot into our heated pool. But that's not all. Livewell offers tennis, basketball, pickleball, a safe outdoor figure eight track, sauna, deluxe salon, and more. Come see it for yourself, located behind the mall in Lufkin. Live well, play hard, feel good. First Bank and Trust East Texas puts home buying at your fingertips with financial calculators and your mortgage application online at fbtet.com. Plan your down payment and monthly payments, then complete your mortgage application online. Whether you're buying a new home or refinancing your current home, the First Bank and Trust team will work to get you the lowest rate possible. The experience you need and technology you want. First Bank and Trust East Texas. Your home loan experts. Member FDIC. Equal housing. What's going on, everybody? This is professional basketball player and former Hornet Thomas Davis, and you're listening to Hudson Sports on the Nest. Go Hornets. And welcome back. We're here in the second quarter. That first quarter was brought to you by Livewell Athletic Club. Shankle with the ball for the Hornets as we'll kick things off here. Uh, to possess the ball first here in the second quarter. Johnson has a touch pass over to Shankle. Right wing three. Got it. Carrying over from the first uh, first quarter coming off the bench. I mean, he just made a 15-foot yeah. floater. Might as well take a set three-pointer from 18. He's been the best part of the, you know, when we're in half-court offense so far. Now Batters has it once again. Pulls a three. Three for six on the night for Michael Batters from the from – 
three-point land. Missed that one. Inside now for Andrew Chappelle. Nice move against Pierce on the post. Spun right by him in the two-point game, 19 to 17 in favor of the Hornets. What we're seeing there on the offense or the defensive end is that we're getting one of those guards, you know, stuck on a big just because that's how the zone is. We're not even in a man, and it's creating a mismatch and it's causing a lot of problems. And then when we have, you know, a, a decent guarding opportunity down on the defensive end, they're hitting that corner three because we're not we're able to get out there because we're having to focus down on the bigs. On offense, Hornets have it stripped away from them, so a turnover on that, that end. Central Heights not coming back in a hurry. It's Allen working the baseline, kicks it over to left, the batters now to Wallace. Wallace getting inside the paint, nice backdoor. Look, Peyton Allen wide open, left side of the hoop, and we have ourselves a tie ball game. Central Heights is just dominating that 1-3-1 one, one right now. Got to start tipping some basketballs. Jacob, the Jacob connection there. Pierce gets inside the paint, bounce pass over to Hubstetler, goes up for the shot. He's fouled. And he'll go to the line for two now here in the second quarter. This free throw is going to prove themselves to be uh, even more uh, important and persistent that you're going to see. You're going to win when you make them. You're going to lose when you don't. You're going to see that more and more uh, as we develop throughout this season. Yeah, free throws are key, especially in tight games like this, especially when your offense isn't clicking right here early in the season. Uh, you try to get those points wherever you can. So Huffstetler at the line for two. 6.34 to go here in the second quarter. Huffstetler's first free throw. Bounce around the rim and got it to go. And the Hornets regain the lead. 20 to 19 is your score. As we've seen so far, strong performance from Zay Shankel. Uh, the lights just, uh, they're never too big. Uh, from what we've seen in this freshman point guard, uh, first game, strong performance. This time, continuing where he left off. Yeah, we saw last last uh, last week he had a strong third quarter. Now it's, you know, first, second half. It's good to see that building off that he can bring that consistency to his game. Wallace, right wing, attacking. Got away with a little bit of shove off there against Pierce. Works it over to his right to Perkins. Perkins back to Wallace, and we'll see the matchup again. Dribble, dribble drive right with batters. Batters up top to Perkins. Perkins, once again, dribble handoff all on the outside of the three so far. Central Heights do a lot of shooting this year, talking with Coach Heron. Man, Jacob Pierce trying to split that one up. Not sure what he did wrong on that. Call for the foul, though, as the dribble handoff was happening, and Pierce just slipped in there, uh, made a little bit of contact, nothing uh, out of the ordinary, though. First foul for Pierce. Yeah, that's something you have to adjust, though. You, we, you already went through a quarter. You kind of understand that that's how the game's going to be called. So now we see Pierce picking up back-to-back back -back, back -back fouls there off the inbounds pass, playing a little bit, uh, I guess, too aggressive. And the Hornets, we got to adjust. If you're not going to adjust, you're going to keep doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Yeah, That's also called insanity. Yeah. <laughs> now we have our senior leader, basically, uh, senior captain with two fouls. We have our freshman starter with two fouls. So we're, we're going to see, you know, how deep, how, how aggressive these guys, especially these uh, younger players, these bench players, what they bring here in the second quarter. And Kate Johnson checked back in. He has two fouls. And Gunnar Child's making his first appearance now. Here in the second, we're tied up at 20. The first free throw from Jacobin Wallace was good. Second one on the way now. That one's good as well. So for the first time, Central Heights has a, has a lead this evening. And we'll see who can do what on the offensive end for the, for the Hornets now with uh, Cathcart, Johnson. I mean, I'm looking for a lot from Cade Johnson here as we saw a lot uh, of glimpses from him last year in his sophomore campaign. And we'll have to see him get the offense going here. Dribble drive with Blaise, Cathcart to Mignor now up top to Johnson. Kind of like both teams are running the same offense. Right? It, it really is. <laughs> 
kind of smirked when I was talking to Coach Heron about what they're going to run and what they're going to do. And I was like, I've seen this once or twice before, and I think you're going to recognize it when you get out here because it is very, very similar. Post-entry pass from Cathcart to Huffsteller. Huffsteller having a tough time down low with Andrew Chappelle, the 6'5 power forward. So he can go right toe-to-toe -to -toe with Huffsteller. Huffsteller has it probably about an inch, maybe yeah. two. Well, this is a good this is a good matchup right here. Huffsteller is you know, going to have to bring his A game. He played really well last week uh, against Huntsville. But this is kind of a different challenge, a different player type than, than he had to face against Huntsville. This is a much more fundamental team than what we saw in Huntsville. So you're not going to get away with some of the, the easy no-brainer uh, no kind of uh, defensive mistakes, that a few of them that we saw last week. Johnson dribble inside, now kicks it back out to Childs, to his right to Cathcart. He'll do a crossover, get in the paint, back to Cade. Now looking inside. Johnson free throw line, step back jumper. It's up short off the front rim. I know that possession didn't end up with points, but that's the most we've seen of the Hornets <laughs> of moving the ball. Even if it wasn't successful in the, you know, in the terms of points, that's kind of a progression that you want to see. Wallace over to Moore. Left corner three, just wide open. The Hornet defensive rotation uh, was non-existent there as Wallace once again uh, hits a three for the Blue Devils. That's five here in the first half alone, and the Hornets have got to do a better job covering the corners. Otherwise, we're going to be in a bad situation. Don't go anywhere. This is Hudson Hornet, play out, uh, Hudson Hornet basketball here on the Nest. Soundtext designs and integrates professional audio video systems for houses of worship, commercial, and residential applications. Our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and your goals as our top priority. Soundtext provides audio, video, lighting, control systems, and live event rentals. Don't get left behind. Look around and see if your environment can benefit from an audio video boost. Soundtext is online at soundtext.com. This is Dr. Jeff Blast. Thanks for listening to Hudson Sports on The Nest. And welcome back. This is Hudson Hornet Basketball on The Nest, presented by Shelton's Place, happening with you here on a Monday night, Thanksgiving week 2016. Hornets working against full court pressure after the timeout called by Coach Rob Peterson. Every Hornet timeout sponsored by Pat Penn at Began Medford Real Estate. Cathcar somehow drove around a trap, got it over to Johnson. Nice scooping layup around the defender. Cade Johnson got it to go off the glass. Five points for him on the game. That's where you like to see. And the Hornets Get out on by the break. That's where, that's where our offense is going to come from. Score 24-22 in favor of Central Heights. Wallace has a left corner inside now. Chappelle, hey, way too easy on the post position there. Hornets, uh, a little bit of Ole defense down yeah. low. And we got to, you, you got to commit. You either got to front them or you know get behind them, but you can't do both. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do both. Hornets try to answer quickly going down the court. Kate Johnson called for a charge. That'll be his third. It was already dangerous for him being in with two. Now it picks up three, so he'll definitely be going to the bench. Yeah, this, we've seen a lot of early foul trouble from the Hornets. Uh, you know, just there's some problems, you know, just early season problems that you you would like to see improved on from last game. Four point lead for Central Heights. Wallace has it working over to his right to Batters. Batters now will get inside the paint, kicks it over to his left back to Wallace. They've they've hit five corner three pointers in the game so far. There nice charge taken by by the senior Aaron Meekner. Heads up play. As number five, Jacobin Wallace was attacking the baseline. Meekner there just stood his ground, took the charge like a man and and picked up the first foul against Wallace here. Uh, nice play by the senior. Yeah, Huntsville is using, I mean not Huntsville, uh, Central Heights is using that baseline so far. So get him in a little foul trouble, take some charges, get him off of that, running that baseline. Childs has it, skip pass over to Cathcart. Cathcart makes the pass, gets it right back, now finds Meekner. Back to Blaze, 
15-foot jumper, left baseline, off the front rim. Ball nearly pulled down by Dustin Hufstetler, who just checked in the last break. The spacing's a little off. I think we had like three people right there in the same area. Got to, you know, balance the court, getting the setup in the offense. We're trying to, we're trying to push it when it's not there. So Wallace now left wing working against Childs. Kicks it back up top to Chappelle. Chappelle, one dribble now, has to pick it up and works it over to his left and more. Ball gets reversed around the perimeter, inside the batters, goes over the shot, blocked Good by Huffsteller. Ball loose, Maintner going for the rebound, he's fouled. Offensive foul called there against number 23, Ben Perkins. That'll be his first of the night. Nice team foul against Central Heights. Say it's one and one. I don't believe that's. I guess they're going to call it loose ball, loose not ball offense. Foul, yeah. They're going to call it an offensive possession there. So see the defense is we're getting there. We're getting there on defense. We're improving. I think we're in a man right now. So we're kind we of running. We're, we're running them off that three point line right now, and it seems to be working the past few possessions. Well, when the team shows that they can hit the corner three and hit it consistently, you've got to make adjustments to see uh, what you're going to do differently. First free throw from Minkner on the one and one is missed. Rebound from Central Heights, and they come back on the attack. It's Wallace once again, left wing. A lot of dribble drive offense we're seeing so far. Kicks it up top to Perkins. Top of the key three is up. No good rebound by Cathcart. He's trapped. Bounce pass out to McClellan up the right sideline. McClellan gets in the paint, goes up for the layup. Well, he count the bat. They're going to call the foul on the floor. But once again, Caden McClellan uh, showing the strength there. Kind of did the football, uh, the football protect the ball yeah. <laughs> move to get in the paint and then went up and finished it. But yeah. it will be two free throws because the Hornets are in the double bonus. We like what we saw last game. He's, he came out, scored 11 points. We said, you know, he's going to be the, this year's Jacob Pierce off the bench. You know, bring your spark. And the Hornets kind of need it right now. The offense isn't rolling. We're not really getting good shots. Uh, Defense, though, is coming around. We're making, you know, blocking out, getting some charges. So, so we'll see how, how it adjusts the score. 22-26 in favor of Central Heights. McClellan misses the first, now misses the second. Offensive board for Childs in front of the basket. Gunner Childs able to get the shot to go. And we saw we saw that last game, too. He is a rebounding fool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just 100%. Yeah. He's, he's probably 6'2", 6'3", built stout like a linebacker, even though Hudson doesn't have football. Uh, gets all over the court, and he's kind of your crazy man without without wearing the wedding dress like Rodman. He, he's a very similar player uh, in style uh, to him. Yeah, if he can give you those four, you know, offensive rebounds that lead to points every game, even if it's not off of him doing a layup. Tiki uh, Ticky-tack foul called there against Childs. They're going to call for a hand check. Uh, not consistent with what we've seen so far. Hornet fans, uh, none too happy. Going to give the refs an, an airfold on it. So Childs will pick up his one. first. And, yeah, we'll go to a one-on-one one for number 23, Ben Perkins. This is just, like you said, you got to adjust to it. You know by now that, you know, they're going to be calling some of these things. So you got to straighten out your game. And, of course, it's early in the season, so you're going to have sloppy play, you know, you know, hand checks and stuff like that. Right. But you just got to clean that up. So first free throw coming. One-on-one -on -one opportunity. Free throw is made by Ben Perkins. It'll wave off the lane violation that it would have happened. You want a shout-out? Got a question? Hit us up on our Taco Costa Twitter feed, at the Nest Hudson. We're always available here tweeting for you live throughout the game. So feel free to send your questions, comments, or want a shout-out. Just let us know. Be happy to do it there on our Taco Casa Twitter feed. Second free throw is good. The score 28-24 as the Hornets will come back. Right corner from Mignor. Mignor skip pass to McClellan. Open left wing three. Off to the right. Rebound for Adams. 
Adams will jog it up against Zay Shankel. Just check back into the game for the Hornets. Baseline for Chappelle going up against Huffstetler. Goes up, draws contact, and that was a questionable call. We've seen a couple of those. We haven't, you know what? We haven't busted out the word interesting yet this year. We'll get there. Interesting. Yeah, remember that? We, we've always we've always had to call the the interesting, and, the, and it progresses from interesting. It just goes <laughs> up. Uh, but we'll start off at like a, you know entry level, you know interesting. Uh, we'll have to do the job. First free throw I now would, from Chappelle. I would say no that we sort of slid, slide over and took a charts there, but I don't think how much that was actually a foul. <laughs> Second free throw is made. The score now 24-29. Tinsel Hyde's doing an excellent job on the free throw line. So Shankel has it as he crosses half court, and the Hornets will work four out, one in set. Going to go into their... To our offense back in the day, hey, hey it, it works. It there's no before the three-point line was in it. Before the three, that's how old we are. Gotcha. Minkner has a left corner for the Hornets now. As we we keep uh, continue a lot of off the ball screens being set for the Hornets. Hubseller has it nearly stripped. Finds Shankle. Shankle splits the defense. Goes up. Block called. Wow. Mm. That's a terrible call hey, too. It's both ways. So. That's terrible against him there. Number thirteen. Well, no, number fifteen. Was it 23? 23. 23 is going to be caught against Ben Perkins. That'll be his second. And the Hornets in double bonus, so Shankle will go to the line for two. Chris Simmons and Howard Zayer on the call with you here this evening. Hornet basketball on the nest, presented by Shelton's Place. Always happy to be with you. First fruit up from Shankle is missed. Chase Merrill, Jacob Huffstetler will check in for Dustin Huffstetler and Gunnar Childs. It's a very low-key, low-energy uh, environment here this yeah, Thanksgiving uh, break. Yeah, people are they are already vegged out. They haven't even ate the turkey yet, but they're already <laughs> in chill mode and nap time. Uh, I can't blame them, though. I can't blame them. Hudson's going to get the ball. After the, yeah, after the missed free throw there, uh, going, for the often, or going for the defensive board, Central Heights knocked it out. So Hudson will inbound it under the right side of the hoop. Jacob Huffseller inbounds it to Mingner. Post-entry pass stolen, though, right back by Andrew Chappelle. Kind of both the seniors' fault there. Bad positioning and, you know, a bad pass. Wallace with the top of the key against Chase Merrill. Works over to the left to Batters. Batters, lob pass stolen go. by McClellan. McClellan leading the Hornets on the break now. McClellan, crossover dribble, loses it. Now Huffseller loses it. Ends up in the hands of Mingner. Kicks out to McClellan, who loses it. But now we caught it back up, and Shankle will reset it for the Hornets with under a minute to go in the first half to score. 24-29, Hornets trailing by five. Shankle in and out dribble, finds Bingner. Fakes the shot, finds back to Shankle. Floater, five-foot left baseline, got it. Zay Shankle going with uh, weapon of choice tonight to floater. Got it to fall again. Hornets now trail by, by three, and ten points for Zay Shankle in the first half. Three-point attempt by Wallace. Three-point attempt by Wallace is missed. Offensive rebound, though, for Andrew Chappelle. He said his in. name a lot. I really have. I, <laughs> I feel like I haven't got it right yet. Is it Chappelle? Is it Chappelle? Is it, I mean, uh, if we were NBC Chappell? or Fox or something Chappell? like that, we, could, we would get those uh, press and media meetings before the game, but we don't get those briefings on how they say their names. So I guess we're not at that level yet. Not yet. Not yet. We're, we're getting there. Regardless of how you say it, Chappelle. We, might, we might need to go ask because he's, <laughs> he's saying We say it so much, I know. <laughs> Tell you what, <laughs> stats. Uh, we're gonna ignore that one and not replay it out to the out to the audience. Uh, hopefully they can't hear you there. 
First free throw is missed. Second one coming. That one's missed as well. Rebound for Zay Shankle. Hey, 30 seconds good to go. Foul, you know. Hey, you'll you take, take it. some of those. A guy that's been dominating on the boards and putbacks. Make him go to the line. The score, 29-26. Shankle has it. Works to his left to McClellan. McClellan will dribble left. Now back right. Bounce pass across the court to Cathcart. Cathcart gets in the paint. Peeks it over to Jacob Huffseller off the glass. Left it short. Goes up. Then he's blocked by Chappelle. Offensive board for McClellan. That one will toll the ball around the rim and go in. Hornets trail by one. Four on the clock. Down to three. Down to two. Wallace, will he get it up? Don't foul. No, he will not. The shot did not get off in time. Good job by Huffsteller not to foul there, uh, despite there being contact. As we go into halftime, the Hornets trail 28-29. Don't go anywhere. The halftime show presented by the Children's Clinic of Luffin coming up in a moment. This is Hudson Hornet Basketball on the Nest presented by Shelton's Place. Hey Hornet fans, this is Chris Simmons, voice of the Nest, and I've got 60 seconds here with our halftime show sponsor, Dr. Jeff Glass. Dr. Glass, it's cold and flu season. My kids have runny nose, and I'm trying to help prevent them from getting sick. What can I do as a parent to help prevent this from happening? All right, Chris. Hey, I've got a lot of moms who chase their kids around with that hand sanitizer stuff. That doesn't always work, though. Uh, you know, the best thing is get those kids to wash their hands, teach them to wash their hands, teach them to cough into their arm, all that kind of stuff, um, and then get them in for their flu vaccine. You know, a lot of people kind of poo-poo the flu vaccine, but it really does make a difference. It saves lives. You know, nobody realizes that hundreds of kids in the United States die every year because of the flu. And uh, fortunately, it doesn't happen around here very often, but um, you've got to get them in for their flu vaccines. Most insurance companies cover those for free, so you just call your doctor's office, get the kids scheduled, get them in to see the nurse for the flu vaccine. Makes a huge difference. Man, so good. Thank you, Dr. Glass. And parents, you can schedule your son or daughter's flu shot appointment by calling the Children's Clinic at 936-624-2214. The Children's Clinic, proud sponsors of Hudson Sports here on The Nest. Attention Hornet fans, it is taco time. Stop by Taco Casa and grab the classic freshly made Super Taco, Chili Burger, or Super Nachos. Maybe even all three. It's crunchy, delicious, and promises to be exactly what your taste buds are craving. Located on South 1st Street, Lufkin, stop by today. You'll be glad you did. Taco Casa, real fresh, real food, real good. A healthy heart is key to a healthy life. And so when you experience heart trouble, you need the most advanced care. That's what you'll find here at CHI St. Luke's Health Memorial. With a team that's performed more cardiac procedures than any other in the region, plus the highest accredited chest pain center between Tyler and Houston, and our 106,000 square foot dedicated heart and stroke center, the first in the area, you'll find more experience, more expertise, and better outcomes at CHI St. Luke's Health Memorial. Home building or home buying is a major step in life. At SY Homes, the builder's emphasis is on producing a home of lasting value that families will enjoy for generations to come. The company prides itself in having high standards in regards to energy efficiency, quality materials and workmanship, competitive and timely bids, and customer satisfaction. Owners Scott and Stephanie York, SY Homes is passionate about building houses that meet the homeowner's needs. They take pride in building a house that becomes a family's home. If you're interested, give them a call today at 936-875-3362 or visit them online at syhomesonline.com. Never miss a moment. Full archives of every game available on demand at hudsonradio.com and on iTunes by searching The Nest Hudson. 
Welcome back. This is the Halftime Show presented by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. Our Hornets are trailing 28-29 at the break. We Earlier today, we talked with uh, Coach Kevin Heron of the Central Heights Blue Devils. He's a friend of the program. Uh, we got to play against him. and uh, Just a, a nice friend of the program between Hudson and Central Heights. They've always been uh, working together, doing a good thing. We talked with him. Uh, let's hear what he had to say earlier in our, in our pregame conversation. And joining me now here inside the nest is coach of the Central Heights Blue Devils. We don't often do this. In fact, we, we very rarely do this. We have an opposing coach. But uh, Coach Heron, friend of the program, uh, very familiar. Uh, coach of basketball camps, playing against you guys back, back way back when, I guess throwback Thursday, whatever. Uh, coach, uh, talk to me a little bit about your team, what you're expecting uh, for your group of guys this season. Uh, I wasn't sure at the end of last year. We had some kids that I weren't sure going to play. Had a kid I'd kicked off. And I had a kid move out this summer, so I lost eight of uh, 11 from last year. Uh, thought I was going to lose nine. But anyway, we wound up being a lot better than I thought we were going to be. We had some kids grow. Uh, the kid that I'd kicked off is back, and he has been nothing but great. Uh, we've got size. We've got guard play. We, we've got everything I want, uh, but they're young as far as uh, – Varsity experience, but I, I think we ought to compete for a district title in our in our district. Uh, Central's got a lot of experience back, and so do some other teams. But I really feel like our size and athleticism can give people fits. Um, right now, we're a little down. We have two of our top uh, six or seven out, and uh, uh, but it's helping some other guys get a lot better. And so that's what we're using this for to get better. And that's and that's what non-district is, is is great for that reason. Getting getting your team better and improve. Now, coach. Um, Hudson Central Heights it kind of has a unique relationship. You and Rob have uh, been going back and forth. Y'all, very similar programs. Neither team has football, th those kind of things. Um, talk to me about the relationship uh, between the two schools and how y'all kind of iron sharpening iron uh, to, a matter, uh, to a matter of fact. So talk a little bit about that. Uh, I I'll say this. When I talk about programs in the area, I talk about two programs. Ours, I feel like, has been, I would say, successful and, and Hudson uh, uh, as far as consistent there's been a lot of teams that are good and have some runs, but year in, year out, we're going to compete. Uh, playing Hudson is good for us all the time. Uh, they're always sound fundamentally. They're always sound defensively. Uh, uh, they'll be physical. All the things we need to see to get better and uh, win or lose is something we can, we can grow from. Excellent. Well, Coach, uh, I appreciate a couple minutes here. Like I said, it's, it's, it's nice getting to, to have you on. We don't always do this. Don't always trust the mic with a, a lot of other coaches, but uh, glad to have you and hope you all have a, a good, successful season. Thank you. Go Devils. Uh, <laughs> I had to get it in. That's Coach Kevin Heron of the Central Heights Blue Devils. We got to talk with him earlier pregame. Always nice getting to catch up with him. When we come back, we'll give you the advanced stats of the game, the halftime report, uh, brought to you by the Advanced Financial Group of Lufkin. So don't go anywhere. The Hornets trailing 28-29 here at halftime. Show presented by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. This is Hudson Hornet Basketball on the Nest, presented by Shelton's Place. Real Graphics is the place to bring in your next shirt idea. Our creative team will work with you directly to take your idea and bring it into reality. Our professional screen printers will use our top-of-the-line equipment to quickly produce the best quality shirts possible. We look forward to working with you on your next shirt order. The time to invest in your future isn't down the road. It's now. And the Advanced Financial Group is here to help. The reality is that retirement always seems far away until it's not. And waiting a couple of more years to begin saving towards retirement could end up making you leave a lot of money on the table. Don't wait any longer. 
come visit with our friendly team at the Advanced Financial Group. We can build you an individualized plan to accomplish your investing goals. Securities offered through Woodland Securities Corporation. Member FINRA and SIPC. Bringing you every moment, this is Hudson Sports on the Nest. And welcome back to the Halftime Show, brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. And these are your advanced stats of the game, brought to you by the Advanced Financial Group. Hornets trailing 28-29. We're about ready to get things going here in the third quarter. Lead the Hornets in scoring. Zay Shankle came out. Nice first half for, uh, for the freshman point guard. Ten points for him. Six points for Teraven Rhodes, who picked up two early fouls early on in the game. Also for the Hornets, five points for Cade Johnson. Two for McClellan. Two for Pierre. Uh, I'll have to say Zach or Jacob Pierce because that was last year, not anymore this year. Uh, Jacob Pierce with two, one point for Jacob Hubsteller, and then two points for Gunnar Childs as well. The key stat, though, the, the key advanced stat to the game uh, for the Hornets, three of 11 from the free throw line in a tight knit game like this, uh, that's just not going to cut it. Yeah, we saw the same struggles at the, at the line uh, last week. Uh, well, getting there, we get there you know, 11 times is just we're not capitalizing on those points. So we'll see what adjustments Coach Rob has made. And uh, he always was very good uh, coming out of halftime, coming out of timeouts. And uh, there, there's, there, he was always smart. It wasn't like every single game he'd come in, ch uh, you know, chewing you out, just, just getting on you. Uh, but then when he did, it was meaningful. It got you. We'll see what kind of uh, intensity the Hornets come out with here in the second half. Yeah, we have a few Hornets, though, that need to be careful. Uh, we got... Jacob Pierce with two fouls. Uh, to Raven with, with two fouls. And Kay Johnson with three. So all three starters need to come out aggressive, but, you know, try to not draw fouls. And they're all three starting off here in the second half. Central Heights will have the ball. Works in the right corner to Bubba Moore against Johnson. Attacking the right baseline. Goes up for the shot. Layup is good. Two points. It's there for easy. Moore. Yeah, that was too easy. But then at the same time when you have Johnson and to Raven Road to regard them, what yeah. are they really, I guess, going to do? 31-28, Central Heights up. Johnson attacking the baseline. Nice move. That's how you come right back out on Cade Johnson. Basically the same move. <laughs> it really was. It, it, it's pretty much the mirror play. Seven points for Johnson now in the game. The score 31-30. to Hudson coming out in the man, getting out of that 131 that they had problems with. Chappelle post-entry pass to Allen. Goes in. Back to uh, Chappelle. Now shot floating in the paint. Shots up. He's fouled. Fouled by number... My number 13, Blaze Cathcart. That'll be his first and first, yeah, first foul and first team foul on the night is Chris Simmons and Howard Zayer on the call with you this evening, live from Central Heights High School. We'll be with you again tomorrow, 4 p.m. is the anticipated start time for as our Hornets take on the Tatum Eagles and a rematch of last year's playoff game that was uh, so good uh, that that had happened there at, at Nacogdoches. At Nacogdoches yeah, yeah, it was right a, down the street. That that was the game that sent the Hornets to the regionals, and uh, that was a uh, just an incredible game in itself, so we get to see some of that action again. The first free throw from Chappelle is good. You know what I love about watching this game as we saw it there at the free throw break? Second free throw coming. That one's good as well. You see Coach Heron and Rob just kind of both laughing about uh, about something. I imagine a couple of the calls going against each other, but, uh, you know, they're friends, they're competitors, but uh, they, they – it's, it's a nice feeling, I guess, uh, in this game all the way around. Second free throw was made. Hornets came back. Jacob Pierce strip, finds Chappelle. Goes up for the dunk. Missed it high off the back iron. And the Hornets now will come back on the attack of their own. Johnson kicks in the corner. Pierce with the left hand finds Rhodes. Rhodes gets in the paint. Gets right by the defender. And to Raven Rhodes making it look easy. Gliding through the air with the left hand. The Hornets draw by one. That's eight points there in limited minutes. Yeah, limited minutes, and that's the thing. Uh, he's been able to, to do 
quite a bit in the limited amount of time that he's played in both games so far. Jacob Pierce nearly coming up with the pick of the cross-court pass. Catches himself before he runs into the metal iron fence there on the, on the left sideline near our Hornet fans. We see the Hornets come back in that 1-3-1. Let's see if they can, you know, this is more of a balanced lineup. The post-entry pass to Wallace is stripped by Pierce. Picked up by Rhodes. Rhodes right block. Goes up strong to Raven Rhodes once again. Now in double digits with 10 points. And the score 34-33. The Hornets take the lead. And two freshmen with 10 points so far each. Batters has it right wing. Pump fakes a three. Works it back to Wallace. Wallace now back to Batters. Attacking the baseline. Pump fakes. Now kicks it down low to Allen. Allen goes up for the shot. Left hand no good. Gets his own board. That shot is good. And he's fouled. Let's see what the foul is called against. Hopefully it's not to Raven, but we'll see. He was down there near it. But it actually foul going to be called against Jacob, Jacob. Pierce. Not much, not much of a uh, consolation prize yeah. there. As, uh, Pierce picks up his third. Second team foul against the Hornets. And Andrew Chappelle going to the line for two more. And the first one's an air ball. Kind of have to do a better job so far in, that, in our post defense. We've seen you know, that being a glaring hole the past couple games where – we're not committing to fronting the person, then we're losing. We're sometimes losing the post on the block. It's it's weird. Second free throw is made. Central Heights takes back the lead momentarily, 34-35, as this thing's been back and forth. Craven Rhodes in the paint. He walked. Call for a travel. Sometimes just gets a little bit ahead of himself, trying to make a big first step on that on that dribble. He took the step before he actually put the ball down. Kind of helps if he did it the other way around yeah. in different order. So now Moore has it stripped by Rhodes. Rhodes, ball kicked around. Soccer action happening here. Rhodes has it. Left wing, he'll slow it down. And dribble back up top to reset the offense to Johnson. Johnson, pump fakes, works over to the right to Cathcart. Huffstetler, Jacob Pierce, now Rhodes. Left baseline, jumper is pulled. 15-footer to Raymond Rhodes. 12 points in the game. He's kind of, see, he's letting it come to him right now. He's not forcing the issue on that play, and that's what he's got to do more. We saw the possession four where he kind of forced the issue and got a turnover. Entry pass to Allen, kick out the batters. A left corner three. We've seen him do it three times in the first quarter. Now the fourth one going to fall for Michael Batters. Central Heights 38, Hudson 36. Pierce will attack the baseline, scooping past the Huffstetler. Can't handle it. Stolen by Chappelle. Chappelle out to Wallace on the break. And Coach Heron going to slow down his team with a 30-second timeout, so we'll take a break as well. 4.51 to go in the third quarter. The Hornets trailing 36-38. This is Hudson Hornet basketball on the nest presented by Shelton's Place. Let's face it. We're all busy. Like crazy busy. Soccer practice, band rehearsals, and helping the kids with their algebra homework. The last thing you want to worry about is what you're cooking for dinner. Let us help. So May Catering provides weekly take-and-bake meals that fit your schedule and are easy on your wallet. Need it delivered? We can handle that, too. Visit our weekly dinner options by liking us on Facebook. So May Catering, the ordinary made extraordinary. This is Jake Pierce, and you're listening to Hornet Basketball on, on the Nest. Taken by Central Heights. They immediately get the ball in right away to the post. Has done a lot of everything tonight. Andrew Chappelle goes up by the basket. Misses the shot. Foul caught against number 15. Bubba Moore going for the offensive rebound. 
It'll be his second. Kind of a bad matchup coming out of half, uh, out of a timeout, having uh, Chappelle end up on our point guard. Yeah, not sure, not quite sure how that happened. And it's, hey, it's that zone right now. Is they're 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 doing what you need to do. It's that backside post. It's just sitting there camping. So when that backside guard comes down, you create the mismatch mm. where then that guard has to either stay with that post for the remainder of the play, basically, because tough. if you leave him open, right. He's going to get a layup, get a putback, or he has to come out here and close out on the three, which we have struggled at doing too. So it's it's kind of a you give and take. What you need to do is get more pressure up top where you can get a steal, which we saw a couple times with Trayvon that led to points. So the score, 36-38, after wiping up the sweat off the, the ground, you know, high school sweaty boys and all over the court. Doesn't make for a great combination, I guess. So score 36-38, four, four and a half minutes to go here in the third. Johnson has it left elbow, kicks it out to Rhodes. Now left corner to Pierce. He'll attack with the right hand, now dribble it back out and, and skip it across the court. Ends up in the hands of Blaze Cathcart, back to Rhodes, and ball movement still happening as Hornets waiting for that uh, right opportunity uh, to, to attack and, and score. Johnson fading jumper bait left baseline, kind of a quick shot there, a little bit forced. Rebound for Central Heights, and they're coming back up the left sideline. Central Heights has done a great job of rebounding tonight. Moore has it, works it back to his left to Wallace. He is untouched, nobody within 15 feet of him. Fortunately, he misses a three-pointer. Chappelle has it now, 17-foot jumper, right baseline, guarded by Hubsteller is no good. Ball loose, dog fight, once again, another offensive board. Central Heights bench loving it. And there we go, Jacobin Wallace attacking the basket left side, called for the charge. Jacob Pierce, we're gonna see him take many of those this yeah. season. Very, very risky though, especially even with him three fouls. <laughs> As a, you're happy he took the charge, but, man, that could have gone the other way really quick. And we've seen it happen several times where it is going the other way. There's, I believe, let's see. I don't know what happened exactly. Looking for a contact or something. Maybe. Contact, sweat, once again. Pierce will, Pierce will check out. Kay Johnson will check out. Jacob Huffstead will check out. Aaron Mignor, Zay Shankle, Caden McClellan. And Gunner Childs will check in for the Hornets as well as Traven Rhodes. That makes up your five. This lineup might lose with what you know the other lineups we've seen tonight in height. But I think this might actually be the better rebounding lineup for it, the Hornets. It very well could be. Shankle fakes a dribble handoff, attacks the basket, untouched. Zay Shankle making it work. Eight-foot floater that time. He's had three of them so far. The trio, all very impressive. 12 points for Shankle so far. We're tied up at 38. Yeah, he's had a great start to this season. It's exciting, especially as a freshman point guard. You usually don't see that it come around so quick. Chappelle trying to make the baseline pass. It bounces off the backboard uh, of Central Heights' goal. Lands out of bounds, and so the Hornets will have it. Hornets get a little you know, half-court uh, trap right there. Half-court pressure, not really trap. Half-court pressure turning in that into a turnover. So Zanko once again has it on the right side. This time they will do the dribble handoff. Hands it over to Mignor. Maynard to his left, McClellan, crossover dribble, now going to the left hand, kicks it out, finds Maynard up top to Rhodes, pump fakes, one dribble, pull up, right elbow, yep, to Raven Rhodes with a soft touch there from 10 feet, 14, 14 points on the game for Rhodes, and the Hornets up by two. That's the second time we've seen that good, you know, mid-range shot from him. Travel call there by Bubba Moore. Nice pressure applied by Caden McClellan. And the story of the, of the year so far, we're early in the season, but it's the young town of the Hornets coming in, fearlessly playing very well, very solid, and giving us the boost that we need. Yeah, we've seen it from Caden. We've seen it from uh, Shankle and Rhodes. Uh, it's good to see that young talent contributing, especially early in the season. Usually takes them a few games. Mingner inside the Rhodes. 
on the pass. Rhodes fouled. Would have found a wide open Childs, uh, but Childs couldn't get the shot off in time before the foul was called. So now Teraven will inbound it from the left side of the hoop for the Hornets. Rhodes gets it into Shankle, going right back for the post up. He'll catch it off the pass. Back out to Shankle, one dribble, gets in the paint, flowing and falling backwards, rolling around the rim, won't fall off into board for Childs. His putback won't go, rebound for Ben Perkins. Oh, travel just got away yeah, with there by, travel. by Ben Perkins, but now Central Heights will come back in a hurry. Batters has it left baseline, goes up for the shot off the glass. The layup is good, able to create some space, and we're tied up at 40. Shankle up the court, trying to make the pass to McClellan, stolen by Chappelle. Chappelle out now to Moore, and Moore will walk it up and set up a half-court offense where Central Heights has been uh, very good tonight. Yeah, we're seeing the Hornets are putting a little more pressure now in a 2-2-1 half-court trap. Hopefully that's, that's going to help prevent that corner pass from happening as much, at least prevent the, the wide openness of it is the goal of it. But now Batters gets it. He is wide open. I had to jinx it <laughs> because then Batters makes another one. Five threes in the corner. We were, we were doing a great job, especially keeping the ball in that, in that side of the court. Just had a miscommunication. The bottom guy probably should have went out instead of the middle. And just miscommunication ended up you know, giving up an open three. 43-40 is your score. Maintener with it and dribble handoff with Rhodes. Rhodes crossover dribble, step back. Now finds McClellan left wing. McClellan attacking, looking good find to Shankle. Pump makes the three, attacks the 10-foot jumper. Got it! Zay Shankle, 14 points on the night. Hey, and the Hornets hey, by one. It's good to see that mid-range shot falling for the two freshmen so far this, this quarter. You said the mid-range jumper's dead. Yeah. Seeing it alive and well right now. Hornets trail by one, one minute to go here in the third. Wallace has it, gets it off the high screen, works it over to his right. Finds him more, more dribbling around. He'll attack the baseline, goes up for the shot off the glass and got it to go. That one looked very easy. Yeah, good hard drive by uh, Bubba Moore. So Shankle has it, set up the offense with 48 seconds to go. The Hornets trailing by three. This has been a good quarter so far for both teams. You know, offense is flowing pretty well for both teams. Seeing, you know, aggressive defense, but not, you know, fouling as much as we saw in the first half. Rhodes with it in the corner, back up top to Childs, now back on the left wing to McClellan. McClellan attacked the baseline, tried to make the pass. They're going to say he was out of bounds. I don't know if he was out of bounds, but he kind of he kind of fell back. Looks like he got a little bit of a shove there that, that, that may have forced that to go out. And 30 seconds now to go here in the third. Is, is Gunnar Childs will check out. Looks like Central Heights is going to try to get the last shot. Which isn't, you know, not a bad idea for them so far. They've been able to get whatever they want in the half-court set, it seems like. The Hornet zone not uh, able to shut down the corners. We're helping off too much. That time oh, we just walked. got – Oh, oh call what? On a foul. How is that a foul? That's an interesting call. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. Foul caught against McClellan. We get to say he shoved them from the back. And so third team foul against the Hornets, foul. his first. That's a very interesting call there. And the Hornets got fortunate there because Batters was open again in the right corner this yeah. time. Wide open, though. Wallace, crossover dribble against Shankle, five on the clock. Ooh, I down, think they walked again. Down to four. Bubba Moore with it, down to three. Going up for the shot, fading back, no good. Rebound by Merrill. Maintenance will hold on to it, and that's how we'll finish the third quarter. The Hornets trailing 42-45 at the end of the third. We've got a tight one, folks. Don't go anywhere. This is Hudson Hornet basketball on the nest. 
Hey guys, this is Chris, voice of the Hornets here on The Nest, and I want to take a second to tell you about Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. When Holly and I found out that we were expecting our first child over three years ago, we had no hesitation about who to turn to. All of our friends and family pointed us in the direction of Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center, and from the first visit on, Dr. McMorris made us feel comfortable and cared for, even during some unexpected complications. If you're in need of an OBGYN, be sure to visit Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Located beside the Medical Center on Stallings, visit them online at drmcmorris.com or give them a call at 936-560-2666. Make the move to First Bank and Trust East Texas Checking Services and bank with confidence knowing we have been providing the best in hometown services combined with the latest in banking technology for more than 60 years. And there's no monthly service fee if you open a Simply Checking account, which includes text banking, mobile express deposit, mobile and online bill pay, email and text alerts, and much more. Banking at your fingertips from First Bank and Trust East Texas. Member FDIC. Bringing you every moment, this is Hudson Sports on the Nest. Welcome back to start the fourth quarter. The Hornets will have it. Spin move by Shankle right away. The Hornets coming out and attacking here in the fourth. Follow a jumper for Shankle. 16 points for him on the game. And the Hornets trail by two, 45 to 44. Man, he's been good. <laughs> he doesn't look like a freshman, man. Shankle now nearly coming up with the steal. Ball loose on the ground. Picked up by Wallace. Wallace out to Moore. Attacking left sideline. Jumping back to Wallace. And, and right away, Coach Kevin Heron not liking what he's seen uh, from the offense of Central Highs. The Hornets doing a pretty good job pressuring there uh, in the man-to-man -man defense, switching it up from what we've seen most of the game. And so Coach Heron takes a timeout. We'll take a quick break as well. Hornet basketball on the nest presented by Shelton's Place. Planning a wedding? Our beautiful country setting is the perfect atmosphere for any wedding or anniversary party. Aside from the abundance of space available to accommodate friends and family, we can also help with planning the perfect wedding. We also have furnished bridal and groom suites available to make sure that the bride and groom are comfortable on that special day. Come and experience the country atmosphere, rustic setting, professional equipment, and superior service that could only be found at Shelton's Place. Start the booking process or schedule a visit by giving us a call at 936-366-2095 or going online to Shelton'sPlace.com. This is Blaze Cathcart. You're listening to Hornet Basketball on the Nets. Welcome back. After the timeout taken by the Blue Devils, the score 44-45 in favor of Central Heights. Hornets trail by one. Jacob Pierce nearly coming up with a pick. The cross-court pass nearly intercepted. Pierce, excellent hustle there. We've seen him do that a couple of times tonight, able to jump the lane and you get a tip, tip out for a fast break. Just wasn't able to capitalize on that one. I'll tell you what, when the, when the moment it happens whenever he is able to convert the steal and Teravid Rhodes is on the break with him, you're going to see uh, Dunk, Dunk City happening. Uh, and it's on, the, it's on the rock the rim. Central Heights with it now right side, taking a spin move. It's Moore. Moore over to the left of Wallace. Split the, split the trap and making their call with the foul there. That'll be the fourth against the Hornets here this half. Hornets doing a better job this half at you know, foul, fouls. Maybe the refs are doing a better job too. <laughs> the refs are doing a better job? <laughs> I, I, guess that, I guess that worked. So now Wallace has it as we cross half court. Get the high screen from Chappelle. Over to his left spoon. Now going back right to receive the screen from Allen. 
Chappelle, left side now to Batters, gets in the paint, avoids contact, floats up the shot, left it well short, and the Hornets come back on the break in a hurry. It's Pierce, right side, in and out move, layup off the glass, high, arching, not going to fall though, rebound Michael Batters. Hornets going down like bowling pins on their end of the court. Chappelle Ooh. has it, misses another Good. dunk opportunity. And Coach Heron having none of it. He's mad. Two times now Andrew Chappelle misses the dunk opportunity, and now he'll be checking out. God, in that situation, unless you know you're making it. Uh, Just in a one-point game. Exactly. You've got to flush it quarter. My goodness. After you didn't make it the first time. Well, yeah, he's going outside. I think he might just be going to cool down for a second. We'll see. Dribble handoff of Shankle and Minkner. Now ends up in the hands of Jacob Pierce. Crossover dribble back to Minkner and to McClellan now on the right side. Hornets still. Offense not doing much here this possession. Yeah, just a little bit of dribble drive action. Pierce has it. Finds it back to McClellan up top. Now we're crossing over and and we'll reset. That's okay. It's a one-point game. Not, uh, not going to kill us here by, by, by taking our time. Jacob, what, Jacob Pierce called with the carry. Didn't see that one. Interesting call. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Um, very interesting, actually. We'll see. This fourth quarter brought to you by Real Graphics. T-shirts, embroidery, decals, logos, websites. You get the point. Real Graphics does it all. Uh, go work with the crew over there at Real, Real Graphics go. and take care of you. Crowd sponsored this first quarter. The Hornets come up with a steal, but then turn it right back over. Adams has it for the Blue Devils, works it over to Michaels. And then another timeout taken by Coach Heron. So we'll be back after the break. This time it's a full one. The Hornets still trailing by one, 44-45. This is Hornet Basketball on the Nets, presented by Shelton's Place. You need a great website, and you've already tried building it yourself. At Real Graphics, we build our custom site designs from the ground up to function perfectly for you and your customers. Let's launch your new website today. The best plays of every game are delivered to you because of Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. And now you have a chance to make the best play of your week. Download the Chick-fil-A One app on your mobile device today to place and pay for your order all from the palm of your hand. Skip the line and have your order ready for you the moment you walk in the front door. That's the play that makes you the real MVP. The Chick-fil-A One app is available on most mobile devices. Never miss a moment. Full archives of every game available on demand at HudsonRadio.com and on iTunes by searching The Nest Hudson. And welcome back. Chris Simmons, how is there on the call? This is the fourth quarter brought to you by Real Graphics and Luckin' Real Graphics. We do it all. Visit them online at realgraphics.com. 5.40 to go here in the fourth quarter, and the Hornets trailing by one. It's been a tightly contested game back and forth. Central Heights basketball after the timeout taken by Coach Heron. The pass from Wallace looking inside to Chappelle goes soaring out of bounds. And as, as a coach, that's got to get under your skin. Uh, after an ATO. Yeah, I mean, it was open, too. It, it, you know, drew it up perfectly. Just sometimes just not able to execute it. Mingner off the pass from Shankle. Open. Left corner three. Aaron Mingner. He's That's a momentum shot right there for the Hornets. He's had a strong game. You know, this is his first three points of the game, but defensively and just leadership off the bench, he's had a really strong game. So now Hornets getting back on the defensive end. Nice move there by Ben Perkins down low. Pump faking, getting Rhodes up in the air. Rhodes now will be his third foul of the game. 
third his bad positioning game. on the rebound. Which Fifth led, to the, led to the foul. We've seen that a lot from the Hornets lately. Is when we make a mistake, we make two mistakes, you know. Yeah, and that's the thing. You can't let your mistake become a mistake that becomes a It just doesn't. Yeah. That can be a domino reaction that you never can get yourself out of. So Wallace has it near half court now for the Blue Devils. Works it over to his right to Perkins. Perkins taking a couple dribbles. Finds it back to Moore. Moore in and out dribble. Attacking the baseline. Goes up left hand layup. Scooping. Just Olay defense there. And got the layup to go. We're tied up at 47. Yeah, we're seeing a smaller lineup right now with not really a true big in. And I think that was the cause of, you know, somebody, you know, all these players kind of looking for that big to be down there, which not in the game. So, <laughs> so Pierce will work it back up top to Rhodes. Rhodes dribble handoff with Shankle. Shankle in and out dribble. Crossover behind the back now. I don't think I can keep up with how fast the dude dribbles. Uh, I could try. It could be a close contest, but I don't think it's gonna, I'm going to win that one uh, many times. Tied up at 47, 421 to go. Mingner has it, off the pick and roll. Gets the jumper up, left elbow, no good. Rebound, pulled down by Jacolvin Wallace. Strong rebound. So now Central Heights comes back in a hurry. It's Perkins in and out, goes up for the floater, inside the paint. Got it to go, the Blue Devils take the lead by two. Got to cut him off, not allow him to get to that, that deep down there. Shankle has it, top of the key. Nice pass over to Johnson, pump fakes. Goes to the basket, layup is up, well too strong though. Open path for Johnson, couldn't get it to go. I think he was surprised he was that open it after, yeah. after the collapse came down on him. So now Moore has it, right wing three, air ball rebound for Rhodes. He's getting out on the break. Passes over to his right to Johnson. Floating layup this time goes a little bit too soft, kind of overcorrected there. Oh my goodness. I don't know what they're calling. They're calling a foul against Rhodes again. That's number four. They're going to say he shoved off going for the rebound. That was a tough call against the Hornets. Johnson will check out. McClellan will check in for him. Jacob Huffstetter is going to check in as well. Huffstetter checking in for Aaron Meekner. Great performance there for Meekner that uh, really sparked us with that, that three in the corner. I knew he was ready to take it before uh, he the even ball, caught the ball yeah. because he was ready. He was set up. He was waving Schenkel down, got the ball, took it up, and made it. So the score now, 49-47. Hornets trailing by two here on the road at Central Heights. Good More. close game on the road. It's good for these younger players to experience and see what they come out with the win. Two seniors, two freshmen, and a sophomore on the court for your Hornets. Chappelle has it, works over to his right to Moore. Back up top now to Batters, to the left to Allen. Now that Central Heights is going right at Rhodes here, seeing if they can get this fifth foul and get him out of the game. Moore attacking the baseline, oh. left side, splits the defense. And he's the layup had, is good to go. He's had a really good game, especially getting to the basket consistently for uh, the Blue Devils. Shankel to Hubsteller, the pass to Pierce. Goes through the hands of Jacob Pierce after being deflected. Goes out of bounds. Turnover for the Hornets, and now we chill by four. Momentum swinging in the favor of the Blue, De Blue Devils of Central Heights. Yeah, we saw the good ro defensive rotation. They tipped the ball, you know, just went right through Jacob's hands. Kind of a bad deflection there for him to try to recover from. Moore working over to his right to batters. Kicks it out, finds Wallace. Hornets in the 1-3-1 defense. Back to batters now to Chappelle. Over to the left now. Moore has it floating in the paint. Layup is up and one. Kind of got a collapse down. I mean, we have everybody just watching him. You know, everybody's a step behind on the defensive rotation there. Just kind of watching him get to the basket. 
It's almost like this mentality of playing a zone defense means you can uh, you can be a little bit more lax, and the Hornets have, have not done particularly well with that defense here this game, 53-47. The, the free throw is missed, so no three-point play on that one, but the Hornets trail by six. Pierce has it right wing, step back. Kicks it back out to Shankle, who set the offense. Pierce has it in the corner, looks for the post inside the Hubsteller. Goes up with the move, finds McClellan though on the pass after the post move. McClellan getting in the paint, got clogged up by Shankle. Miscommunication there, no spacing for the Hornets and the rebound pulled down by Michael Batters. Batters to Chappelle, right corner, back to Batters, and now they'll just take it out and, and take it easy. Yeah, with two minutes with a six-point lead, they're going to stall, but it's not. they're going to look for layups. Yeah, you know, it's a non-scoring stall. It's a, hey, unless we get it. Coach Heron calls a timeout once again. I believe that's going to be his fifth timeout taken, so I don't think he'll have any left, but don't, don't hold me to it. Full timeout taken, 148 to go in the fourth. The Hornets trail by six, 53-47. This is Hornet basketball on the nest. Attention, Hornet fans. It is taco time. Stop by Taco Casa and grab the classic freshly made Super Taco, Chili Burger, or Super Nachos. Maybe even all three. It's crunchy, delicious, and promises to be exactly what your taste buds are craving. Located on South 1st Street in Lufkin, stop by today. You'll be glad you did. Taco Casa. Real fresh, real food, real good. This is Dr. Jeff Glass. As a dad and pediatrician, I know how important children are to their families and how important family is to children. All the pediatricians at the Children's Clinic Lufkin are parents and we all treat our patients as we would our own children. You can bet that every bit of up-to-date medical advice you get from me and the other pediatricians at the Children's Clinic will come with a hint of the parent side of us as well. We've all been there and we expect the best, just like you should. The Children's Clinic of Lufkin is located at 205 Gene Sanford Drive in Lufkin. For more information, call 936-634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. This is Jake Pierce, and you're listening to Hornet Basketball on, on the Nest. Welcome back. 146 to go in the fourth quarter. The score, 53-47 in favor of Central Heights. Bubba Moore attacking the right side, guarded by Rhodes. The pass cross-court goes through the hands of Michael Batters. So turnover for Central Heights, uh, allowing the door to stay open here for the Hornets, who have got to get some points on the board quickly. Yeah, you don't even need, I know you don't need to take the three right now. You want to try to get two. Try to get to the line, you know, get some points on the on the board. Shankle has it now, free throw line, trying to do a give and go with Shankle. Ball went through his hands. Had a little collision there between him and Wallace. Now Batters has it. Working against McClellan on the right side, spin move. 120 now on the clock. Caden, a little aggressive on the defense. You're okay with that foul, though, because that'll send uh, Batters to the line for, for a one-and-one. That'll one. be his, uh, yeah, his first, first foul, foul for Caden for McClellan. Pretty intense collision there between uh, Rhodes and number five, uh, Jacobin Wallace. Yeah, kind of a football hit right there. It really was. He's, he looked a little bit shaken up, so he'll check out now. But one and one opportunity coming from Michael Batters here in the fourth quarter, presented by Real Graphics. First free throw is up, bounces around the rim, won't fall. Uh, Offensive rebound, though, by Allen. His putback is good, and the lead goes to eight. The Hornets shoot themselves in the foot there. Yeah, that's, you know, in the game situation, you got to block out, especially on a free throw. Shankle has it, works it over to Raven Rhodes. Splits to the finish, but foul before he makes the layup. Fourth team foul against Central Heights, the second. <laughs> 
against Michael Batters as Wallace now will check back in, in for Peyton Allen, the post. Hornets will inbound into the right side of the hoop, and uh, Coach Rob will take a Pat Penn timeout. Every Hornet timeout taken uh, is sponsored by Pat Penn at Gann Metro Real Estate. Don't go anywhere. Hornet basketball on the nest. Livewell Athletic Club is Lufkin's finest athletic facility for you and your family. Whether it's our top-of-the-line workout equipment, dynamic specialized classes, or recreational sports activities, we promise to exceed your expectations. You and your family will have a blast playing together out on the splash pad or sliding down the water slot into our heated pool. But that's not all. Livewell offers tennis, basketball, pickleball, a safe outdoor figure eight track, sauna, deluxe salon, and more. Come see it for yourself, located behind the mall in Lufkin. Live well, play hard, feel good. Never miss a moment. Full archives of every game available on demand at HudsonRadio.com and on iTunes by searching The Nest Hudson. Welcome back here. The Hornets after the timeout taken. Pierce will inbound and finds Hubseller in front of the rim. Can't convert the easy shot. It's a gimme from about two feet away. Missed it. I was one of those situations where you draw it up perfectly. You execute it almost perfectly. Just don't finish it at the end. The most important part doesn't happen. Ten-second ten call there against – wow. Kind of that quick was a, ten seconds. We, we had the ball on the inbounds with 57 seconds, and now it's 49 seconds. But a 10-second call against the Blue Devils of Central High. <laughs> have no idea how that – that's laughable. That's bad. That's not even interesting. That's bad. Shankel, wow, call for a charge. My goodness. Chappelle slid in there right at the last second. Looked like it was uh, – I thought it was going to call, you know, like a, a shooting foul. Yeah, I thought Shankel might be going to line for two. Instead, that's just a foul caught against himself. That's his second of the game, and the Hornets will jump into a full court. Let's see if it's a man-to-man -man or if it's a 1-2-2 press. It'll be 1-2-2. See, this ref, is, he's very quick on the whistle. He hasn't, obviously hasn't been on varsity much, very long because what he was, he was anticipating the foul there. And, and what an experienced ref would have done is give it at least another second or two to see yeah. if they still would have came about because there wasn't actually a foul that happened. He was just anticipating the call. I mean, there probably was going to be a foul, but yeah, yeah, the foul hadn't happened yet. That's one of those things that, that I mean, like I said, it was you're exactly right. It was going, it was most likely going to be a foul, but it hadn't happened yet, and it looked like it was close to uh, a possible steal. So I hate to, to rob that situation there. First free throw now from Michael Batters is good. He's had a great game. He's been shooting lights out, hit five threes off from the corner. Central Heights exposing the weaknesses of the Hornet one through one zone. Chase Merrill will check in, Jacob Huffstadt will check out. 43 seconds to go here in the fourth, and the Hornets now down by 10 after the second made free throw. Yeah, now you're just looking for a quick basket. Pearson in out dribble, going full coast to coast, goes over the layup. He's fouled. That's a tough foul <laughs> against Central Heights because yeah. Pearson just went flying in there. He wasn't out of control because that's how he plays, but right. uh, there was a lot of bodies down there. Yeah, hey, that's interesting. That's interesting, man. I haven't said that at all. Never said that. Never said it. What are you talking about? So Pierce going to the line. Two free throws on the way. First one is uh, flattened off the back iron. Jacob Pierce, yeah, a surprisingly low output night for him. Uh, yeah. Not used to, to what we're accustomed to seeing from only two points so far. Yeah, he, he's, he struggled to be able to get to his shot tonight. Central Heights did a good job of not allowing him to get to the basket at he a consistent pace. He missed the first, made the second, so three points now for Pierce. The Hornets trail by nine, and 
Now Pierce will commit the foul right away off the inbounds with 34 seconds to go. Just trying to save uh, save clock and work out some kind of miracle here. Yeah, I mean, it's never over till it's over. You know, a couple baskets here. I mean, it's a three-possession game before these free throws. So we'll see. We'll see. That's all we can do here. We encourage you to join us again tomorrow if you're at work. Um, neither one of us have real jobs, so we uh, we can actually, that's the farthest thing from the truth. Uh, but we'll be there tomorrow live from Hudson High School as our Hornets are taking on Tatum at 4 p.m. That's an estimated broadcast time. Both free throws missed there by Bubba Moore. The Alapasso going to. Got a rebound. That's, yeah. you know, if something good happens and then we don't block out and get the rebound, like it's just. It's frustrating because you have a chance. We've seen it. it I mean, it's not a 10-point game like or a nine, it's a 9-point right. game, but that's not how close this game has been consistently. It's been a very close game and you, we've just seen mistake, you know, mistakes build up multiple at a time and that's that's the biggest thing is you see those good things. You see us, you know, get the right position. We foul they missed both free throws. That's what you want, you know, with right. 30 seconds left. That's like that's the best thing that can happen and then we don't get the rebound. It's just like it's like you're doing all, all that work for naught. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense. But uh, the, and this is the thing. Uh, this is not playoffs. It's not district. Oh, no. It's a non-district. So this is Se a only great second game of the year. Very young team. A lot of like you, you got to think it's a whole team experience a new thing. Yes, we have a few returners. Right. But those returners were all you know ma mainly coming off the bench last year. So they're having to do new roles. You have. Two freshmen coming from eighth grade to varsity. They're they're playing well, but they still – you see, you know, them – Rhodes getting a couple fouls early. Shankle, you know, having a couple turnovers here and there. Uh, you see just it's not consistent enough right now. You don't have – not many teams come into the season where they have no starters coming back. Right. You know, so – it, 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 these are teaching points, and, yeah. we, and, and we will just learn even more. These are Coach Rob uses these, as and it's good that it's a this. close game like this. And you know, you want these games so then you can build off of them. Absolutely. And you know, maybe you know this is good for the team because then you don't get so big headed going into the district, and you know you have to work so to get that W. So after that timeout called by the Hornets, that was a Pat Penn timeout brought to you by Pat Penn at Ganmed for Real Estate. Foul against McClellan there, going for the steal. Score 57-48. Central Heights almost got this one wrapped up in the bag. A couple made free throws here. Could probably put it away. Not officially, but for yeah. the most part, for all intents and purposes. They got a four-possession game with, you know, 25 seconds left. First free throw look from Christian Adams. And now Central Heights started off pretty good from the line, but they've yeah. actually been struggling late. So that's something They're that missing. Coach Heron will use in a talking point, a coaching point. Um, with his team, hey, we got to convert these free throws in order to make it uh, longer in the playoffs. Second meet, the free throws missed, rebound by Shankel. Up the court, floating, kicks it out to Pierce. He's open, left wing three. That one's off the rim and no good. Offensive board for Rhodes. Rhodes put back, no good the first time. The second one, though, will fall. Raven Rhodes got it to go, and Coach Rob will take another timeout. The score, 57-50. 16 points for Raven Rhodes, 16 points for Zay Shankel as well. We've seen the freshman play really well on offense, especially even last game with you know a couple turnovers. We've seen that their offensive execution has been probably one of the bright spots of this team so far. You start where they have struggled, both of them is you know consistently bringing that and working every working the other three or four players on the court, and that's that's not just on them either. It's the whole team aspect of those points coming more easily for them. We saw a couple times where they have to kind of you know not for they're kind of right. having to force the issue because you know the offense isn't running well. So this is you know it's growing pains. That's all it is is growing pains. 
and, and we'll and we'll become more familiar with them as, as we go along. But uh, this lineup, you're going to see it on the court a lot. It's Rhodes, uh, Pierce, Cathcart, Shankle, and McClellan. You'll see those five. Uh, no true big in there, uh, but this, this is a group that can get up and go, and we'll probably see a lot of it tomorrow against Tatum. Uh, which, you know, back-to-back -back less than, you know, about 16 hours yeah, from now they'll be playing another game. They're young. They, they can do that just fine. <laughs> they're young, right? It's not like we're having to go out there. Yeah. So now off on the press, Cathcart can miss a foul. 13 seconds to go. The score, 57-50. Hey, it's it's still in reach. I mean, they missed these next two. We come down, you know. It's a, yeah, it probably had to hit a still three. Still a three-position yeah. game, but just try to prolong it. Prolong it. That's all you're trying to do. <laughs> Stat man poking fun with uh gotta say thanks to the stat guy. Get yeah. to have him today and tomorrow. Nice job, Pops. Over there doing a good job in, in place of our, our real stat man Jared Simmons, the, the father coming in and doing a pretty good job. Not bad. No, not bad. We'll we'll take it. Not bad for an old guy hanging with these young bucks <laughs> like this. <laughs> If y'all are lucky tomorrow, we might put him on the air with us because, uh, I don't know, it's kind of dangerous on my end. I might get fired for it. <laughs> He's a little bit of a loose cannon. 58-50, your score after the second, the first free throw was missed, second one was made. Shankle oh, in nice. transition, nearly stripped, fading backwards, made the shot off the glass. The score 58-52. Shankle now 18 points on the game for the freshman. And Pierce missed a foul. That'll be his fifth, fifth foul. foul. And the Hornets trail by six. They'll send somebody to the – I didn't even see who Pierce fouled on that one. It happened so quick, but six-point game, three seconds to go. Wallace heading to the line. He's had a strong game uh, playing point for the majority of the game. He really has. And, and the thing about the Central Heights, and we haven't even mentioned it, uh, two of their strongest players, as Coach Harris said in the interview, two of their strongest six uh, are injured. Their best player on the team is actually out right now. He'll be back next week. And so uh, this it's a bright look, – it looks like a very strong season coming up for Central Heights Blue Devils. Yeah, especially getting into district. I think they have, like, Centrals in their district. There's a few really tough teams. So it's going to be a fun district to watch from, you know, outside of point right. of view. Shankle up the court to Cathcart, and that's how we'll finish it. The score, 59-52, is your final. And the Hornets drop game number two of the season. We will recap it all when we come back in just a moment. The score, 59-52. This is Hudson Hornet basketball here on The Nest. Make the move to First Bank and Trustees, Texas, checking services, and bank with confidence knowing that we have been providing the best in hometown services combined with the latest in banking technology for more than 60 years. And there is no monthly service fee if you open a simple e-checking account, which includes text banking, mobile express deposit, mobile and online bill pay, email and text alerts, and much more. Banking at your fingertips from First Bank and Trustees, Texas. Member FDIC. Hornet fans, when you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran and Hudson alum, Pat Penn. Pat's a certified real estate broker with Gan Medford Real Estate. You've heard him all season long be the proud sponsor of every Hudson Hornet strikeout. We like to call them Pat Penn Punchouts. But for all of your real estate needs, be sure to contact our very own Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. Never miss a moment. Full archives of every game available on demand at HudsonRadio.com and on iTunes by searching The Nest Hudson. And welcome back. We're recapping here quickly here in the postgame show. The Hornets lose tonight. 
59-52 to the Central Heights Blue Devils here on the road. Game number two of the season goes in the L column. And the Hornets just not all the way together yet. You, yeah. you can tell that there's still some, uh, as you expect, the, the chemistry is still working itself out. How everybody plays with each other is still working itself out. But how, what did you see tonight? What was the main reason uh, the Hornets just weren't able to pull this one out? I think the defense, defense struggled, you know, continuously through the game. I think we had a good five-minute stretch between the third and fourth quarter in those between those quarters that we played we played solid defense. I mean, we gave up I think a corner three and stuff, but you're going to give up some of those. You know, it's a good team, but I think defensively we just struggled with you know knowing our assignments, knowing where to be, knowing where other teammates right. were at the time. I think that was probably just the thing that I think Coach Peterson, because I know he's going to—he's always kind of been a defensive guy. Right. He's going to kind of focus on on that and try to correct that coming in for tomorrow afternoon. Because the offense, the offense will work itself out. You'll figure out the flow. Yeah. the new offense. And we, and that and system will work itself out. But defensively, though, there's no really excuse for not uh, shifting, not rotating how you're supposed to rotate. And we saw we saw them, you know, put up 50, 52 points, and we saw them be able to get more shots, get you know better shots. Uh, there is the game progress. So the offense, like you said, the offense will come, especially later in the season when you start to get these half-court offenses, you know, down pat, which is, you know, second nature. Uh, defensively, I think it's something that he's going to focus on, especially, you know, tomorrow during the shoot-around and Absolutely. tomorrow during the game is that's where you want to see the biggest improvement because defense is it's more effort than, you know, execution at, at yeah, some times. Absolutely. And so uh, then, then offense is. So – We'll see. We'll see tomorrow if they if they make those adjustments or if it's going to take you know a week or two for them to be able to have practice time and have that to actually get on the court time to uh, improve that can't, aspect. Can't disagree with one single thing you said there. Let me give you the advance. That's the game brought to you by the Advanced Financial Group in Lufkin. Wrapping it up for, for the Hornets, Zay Schenkel led the Hornets in scoring with 18 points tonight, followed by Teraven Rhodes with 16 of his own. So the two freshmen uh, leading in the scoring by quite a large margin. Kate Johnson had seven. Caden McClellan with two, Jacob Pierce with three, Jacob Huffseller with one, Aaron Meekner with a three-pointer chipped in, and then Gunnar Childs with two as well. The, another big stat for the Hornets, four for 13. That's the advanced stat, uh, four of 13 from the free throw line. Uh, a rough night overall. So uh, oh, we got to shake it off, and guess what? Tomorrow's a new day. Uh, it's a new time to uh, shake it off, and let, let's play some basketball yeah. against uh, It's against kind of a good meeting. thing. It's kind of a good thing to have that quick turnaround where you kind of get this bad taste out of your mouth, hopefully, hopefully. going into the break. Absolutely. Hope we get that one done and uh, done and gone. We'll see what tomorrow holds. We invite you to join us tomorrow, 4 o'clock, estimated tip-off time for the Hornets versus the Tatum Eagles. Uh, thanks so much for listening in. Our, our stat guy, uh, Pops, Mr. Brady Simmons himself, thank you for all your help. Hallett, always a pleasure having you on. We'll be back tomorrow at it. And for myself, Chris Simmons, we thank you so much for listening uh, to this presentation of Hornet Basketball on the Nest presented by Next Play Sports. Our Next Play Sports is our uh, parent affiliate, and this is the Nest presented by Shelton's Place. Thank you.